Welcome back to On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse, where we take you to the front lines and behind the scenes of our work around the world. I'm your host, Christy Graham, and today we want to share an inspiring interview with you. Today, I want to introduce you to Inna. Her story and connection to Samaritan's Purse is truly full circle. From first receiving a shoebox with Operation Christmas Child to fleeing Ukraine and resettling to England with our help in February 2022, then going on to run the London Marathon to raise support for Samaritan's Purse. She has trusted in the Lord's plan every step of the way. I hope this both challenges and inspires you. So, Ina, to start, would you just tell me, let's just start at the beginning. Can you tell me where you grew up and and tell me a little bit about your childhood? So, um, I grew up and I was born in Ukraine because of my father's job. We moved several times in different cities in Ukraine. He was teacher in the Bible school, so that's why he moves a lot. I have a big family, so I have four brothers, and I am the oldest one in the family. And uh, back in that time, sometimes it was really difficult because I was born in 1995, and Ukraine only become an independent country, so a lot of things was happening, and yeah, it was not easy, but still it, I have a very happy uh, memories from my childhood. So uh, my grandmother, she lives far away, but every summer we visited her, and it was really interesting because... Uh, like as you said, um, uh, she always has on her attic uh, a bag of flour, salt, mm-hmm. and matches. And she always said that we need it in case of emergency or if something happened. And mm-hmm. I don't understand why, because nothing happened. And mm-hmm. we always have food. And we are from big family, but we always have enough and I understand only like one year ago when the war in Ukraine happened mm-hmm. and when my dad called me and said do you have enough food or you need to run to a shop and buy some food and water this thing that he said to me first are you okay mm-hmm. and you need to go and to buy food and water mm-hmm. yeah I think sometimes yeah our life experiences you don't take in, I think, what you're being poured into until you need it, you know? And so those little things that your grandparents and your parents taught you over the years about about Ukraine and and just the reason to be prepared uh, probably came forward when you needed it, you know, a year ago, which is, I want to talk about that and kind of where the Lord led you after that. I know you received a shoebox as a child and you mentioned that you moved a lot growing up. I'm sure that there was some hardships involved with that. Uh, but how how and when did you get a shoebox as a child? So uh, it was 21 years ago when I was a little girl. I was six and it was the Christian camp in uh, the city. Mm-hmm. We moved to that city maybe a couple months before. And I was very excited about this because, you know, the first box full of present for me. Wow. And uh, I definitely sure that it was the most bright memory from my childhood. Hmm. Because I remember seeing that a lot 
lot. And I remember that because of the shoebox, I decided to go to Sunday school. Wow. Yeah. So before that, I know your dad was a Bible teacher. Um, I'm sure you'd heard about God, but what did that box do to you personally? In that case, I had a feeling that God definitely loved me Mm. and not because my parents told me, but because I, I received these shoeboxes and this is like a gift of love. Yeah. I know. I love how the shoeboxes, they're so personal, you know, God uses them uh, he he brings them to the right child. It, it shows you in a tangible way that God loves you. He sees you. So what was in your box and how was it personalized to you? My box was uh, full of the girl things. So it was some soft toys, some bracelets uh, and other things. But what I like the most, first it is 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 the smell of the box mm-hmm. it's so hard to describe but it's so unusual and you can't describe it but it's like a you know a hot chocolate on your heart and you just mm-hmm. you feel it but you can't describe it mm-hmm. and um i had a letter from a girl named allison and because of that letter i can speak now english yeah when i got this letter and she said that you know my name is allison and god loves you and i just like oh wow god loves me and um and i i have i had that time huge desire to visit uh, london one day and um to learn english Hmm. and also i am a craft person I like painting, crafting, scrapbooking, all these things. And the crayons was just, I don't know how to even say it, the most beautiful, most incredible gift for me. And it was only for me, so I don't need to share, you know? Um, And yeah, and I know that for my parents, it was huge as well because they can't afford it to buy it. I love that. And I, I've heard that said before, people that receive showboxes, you know, they hang on to the items as long as they can. But, you know, one day they may not have those items anymore. You know, they will, uh, you know, either they'll lose them or they break or, you know, they don't last forever. But as you're talking, that memory never leaves. I mean, you can still yeah. remember the smell of it, remember how you yeah. felt. And that's what I love. And that's that's what the gospel is. We don't always see it, but we know what God's done in our life. You know, and it's that testimony. And and the, I love yeah. that you're sharing what he's done in your life. And I think he became so personal that day and showing you how much he loved you and that someone else loved you so much that they wrote a letter, they packed that, they prayed over it. You know, they wanted you to know the gospel uh, through yeah. a tangible box. This is huge. It was a huge impact on my life. And since that, I, I think it was beginning of my journey of my faith and my relationship with God as well. Wow. And I love, I love, I mean, yes, Jesus used that to soften your heart, you know, and and teach you about the personal love that he has for you. Um, But I also love that, that the person who wrote the letter, and this is why I hope people listening, writing letters is so huge. I mean, who knew what impact that letter would have on you in wanting to learn English and, you know, just your love for for England and wanting to move there. And I think, you know, God planted some uh, maybe desires in your heart that 
wouldn't happen until later in your life. And, uh, but I love the way that this shoebox did so many things in your life um, at six years old, you know, spiritually, but also preparing you for what he had for you in the future. And now you live in England. And I wonder if that helped prepare and soften the blow, you know, because the reason you left Ukraine isn't, isn't good. Uh, Yeah. Now God's using, you know, even just pain and hardship uh, for his glory. So can you tell us about even how you got reintroduced to Samaritan's Purse? So um, when I received the box, uh, my mom was very impressed by all this scene and she decided mm-hmm. to be a volunteer. And then I grew up and maybe on the age of 12 or 13, I started to help her. And yeah, it was the most bright thing and I believe that because I received the shoebox and I have that feeling that God loves me I want to share with the children so because of that I start to serve children and I start to be part of the ministry I had desire to do this and I can't describe but when you see the face of the children that receive the shoeboxes Mm -hmm. it's just the happiest memory every time and every time I had tears and then I started to be part of the teenager ministry and um, yeah my life was full until Mm. February 24 when I uh, suddenly got up from signs of explosion and I just was so confused and I have a, had a lot of questions what to do and I was scared mm-hmm. so my team leader he said like uh, okay we will go to Poland and you have five minutes to pack all your stuff wow I just um thinking that okay I have only one little suitcase and backpack what I need to take and you know I didn't have a time to think about and I didn't realize in, to that point that all my life can be in the suitcase and backpack. So I call my mom and say, like, we have, we need to move. And she also don't have time to pack, but she take my brothers. And it was full car of B-men, like nine of us and the driver. And we go to Poland and mm. it need to be like 15 hour tree but it was five days without food shower and i think i will never forget this experience and it will be uh, always part of my story but Mm -hmm. god uh but i can share that god also provides us through this Mm -hmm. some people just give us some water for free, some people pray with us, some people help with food. So it was amazing as well. And yeah, and then we go to Poland. I start to pray because I was confused what I need to do because I don't know Polish language. What Do I need to stay in Poland? Do I need to go back to Ukraine and maybe help there? Uh, but my parents was against it. So I was just like, okay, God, I don't know what to do. You do. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my mom received a message that Samaritan's verse uh, helped to 
have all the all documentation to receive a visa. They have a special program for homes for Ukraine, and they will find the person that you can live with. And uh, it's hard to describe my feeling when I got a message from Katie from Samaritan's Purse that, you know, um, we find a host family and she lives in London. Wow. And in, in that second, it was like a back flashback in my memory that mm-hmm. a little girl is holding the shoeboxes and then she, I had a huge dream to visit London one day. And it was amazing because I know the circumstances is not good, like mm-hmm. war in Ukraine, but still God care about our dreams. I'm grateful that despite hardship and, and really, yeah, difficulty. And you men, you mentioned, you know, your circumstances, the reason you left was, was horrible and sad. And I'm sure you still ache and grieve for your country and what was, uh, but I love the way that God yeah, reminded you of just kind of a hope and a, and a prayer that you had as a child, yeah. you know, to learn English, to, to move to London. Um, and here he was supplying that. I can't imagine that the hope that that brought you, but before I want to talk about, yeah, moving in with your host family and the way that Samaritan's Purse linked up, but I just have to ask, you know, in the journey, I'm sure there were times you were hopeless, you know, and scared. What did he teach you in those desperate times? Um, it's a really good question, and I will definitely say that he teach me to trust him mm. because when you have your usual life, it's so easy to forget that uh, sometimes things happen and you can't change it. But when you are frustrated, when you're confused, it's so hard to trust because you mm-hmm. don't know what will be next minute, and um, so. I learned to trust despite of and doesn't matter what will happen next minute because I was sure that he hold me in his hands mm. and it's uh, crazy to say but it's war and I heard the sounds of explosion but in in every minute I had peace on my heart and also he always he sent uh, right people in the right mm. time when we was in Poland, um, I and my friend uh, was in the shop and we was talking what will be uh, cheaper to buy because, you know, we didn't have work and have not a lot of money with us. And suddenly the couple came, and Polish couple, and they asked, like, are you from Ukraine? And we said, yes. Okay, we want to bless you and to buy everything that you need. So give us uh, your stuff and we will pay for you. And I remember I was crying in that moment because this mm. was the people was totally stranger. They don't need mm. to do this, but I was overwhelmed the guy's love and yeah, it's just amazing how he works. That is so Amazing that you chose to see, you know, the goodness and and the way that the Lord provided, you know, and that's a choice, you know, and you're just encouraging me right now, you know, whatever we're facing, uh, you in the midst of fleeing a war, um, you know, you chose to see God's hand and his provision and protection along the way. And um, I just encourage people to do that, you know, whatever you're facing. And for people who don't know about this program, um, 
you know, that you were able to apply for through Samaritan's Purse. Um, this was through our affiliate office in, in England, correct? And yeah. They, what did they do to get you to London? So, um, back then before war, it was very hard to visit uh, London and UK because mm-hmm. you need a lot of documents uh, to prove your identity, to prove that you work and a lot, a lot, a lot of paper. And because of the war, they create these system homes for Ukraine, but you still need a lot of documents. Mm-hmm. And Samaritan's Purse uh, helped me with all these documents. They give me all information about my house family. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, they, they did huge. And it means a lot for me because when I arrived uh, in the UK, uh, there was a box a parcel uh, from them and it it has had a lot of things that you probably forgot because I have only five minutes to pack so I don't have a towel I don't have mm-hmm. a different things that I will need so they care even about these and yeah I think they like a family they hug you with all the love um, I can't even imagine. And I didn't even think about it until you said that. You know, you really need so many essentials to start over. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a new page. And it's so huge to know that people really care because you feel that because of this all item, it was like packed with love. And I have a little um, no card with note that we are praying for you. And it's just, it was really huge for me. Just, yeah, amazing. Wow. And then uh, they have a ministry with, they pack some uh, essential for Ukraine and they invite me to help them. And I just like, oh yeah, I definitely want to go. I was very excited that I can really help to my people, my nation, my country mm-hmm. to do this. Because uh, when I came here, um, it was hard. I trusted God, but I feel a little bit guilty because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm safe, but a lot of people is not safe and they live in, still live in Ukraine. And for me, it was like, what I can do, God, please help me. I, I just want to do something for my people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the shoe boxes. Uh, the, the ministry was started this season and they uh, asked me to help to share my story and I was very excited to talk with people also to share that they do huge huge thing because Shiboxes uh, has a huge impact on every children's life and it, I'm not talking only about Ukraine but all the country that they send shoeboxes to them. I just hearing you talk, you know, I just think you, it must be hard. You got to live in kind of two worlds. You know, you have your people in Ukraine that you, you miss and grieve and, and long for. And I'm sure every day, you know, you think about them, pray for them, but God's giving you a purpose and a passion, you know, in, in this new season. And I, I, I just think we all should be living like that as Christians, you know, longing for heaven you know, wanting to bring more and more people to know Jesus. And so you are just encouraging me that we should all live like that. At the time of this interview, Inna was training for her first marathon. She was running with our UK affiliate office. 
They participate in the marathon every year to raise awareness for Samaritan's Purse work around the world. It's such a challenging yet rewarding goal, and Inna was so passionate about it. And since our conversation, she successfully completed the marathon, and she used it as a platform to share her story, but more importantly, God's work in her life. So talk to me about, I know you're training for a marathon, you know, you're wanting to to raise money and awareness. Uh, what encouraged you to do this on top of everything that you've got going on? I started to run back at home uh, in 2019 or probably 2020 because of the COVID. And because we all stuck at home, uh, mm-hmm. I was thinking that I need to, to do something because it's so hard to stay at home. Right. And running, it was something that helped me with my emotion. Uh, once uh, when I was in the one of Samaritan's first events, I was talking with Trish and we were talking about hobbies, about things, about ministries. And I just say that, you know, I just have a huge dream to run a marathon. And she's like, oh, really? Because uh, we have uh, places uh, to run a London marathon. And I just like, what? <laughs> because uh this is huge like it's not a just marathon it's london marathon it's very popular marathon and -hmm. to say yes and also you can choose the purpose that you will fundraising for and i don't need to think about it i just in the next second i just decided that i want to run for samaritan's first ministry with the operation christmas child that's so incredible again god using desires and passions that you have uh, for, for, you know, eternal purposes. I love how he's done that your whole life. And, and, and you've been obedient. This is so personal to you. You know, I, I think then it, it makes your, your serving and your sacrifice an overflow. You know, it's not a burden, but it's a blessing. And I think people can see that. And so I think this is going to have ripple effects, you know, beyond just you running. Um, and so I'm so excited to see what God does with it. And I'm so proud of you. And and again, just using this, what the Lord's done in your life uh, to be a light, you know, and, and yeah, especially in your new community. So as we're talking, you know, one of my favorite Bible verses is Jeremiah 29, 11. You know, it says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. Uh, but when God's telling that, he's telling it to the people that are in their captives in Babylon, you know, the Israelites had left and they're in Babylon and, and earlier in that passage, and I just can't help but think and share this with you because you are you know, right now, not living in your home country, you're, you're living somewhere else foreign. And, you know, he tells them earlier in that passage, he says, you know, build houses and live in them, plant gardens and eat their produce, find, you know, pursue the well-being of the city I've deported you to pray to the Lord on your behalf. And when it thrives, you will thrive. And he was telling them, you're going to be here a while, you know, and at that time they were going to be in Babylon, I think 70 years, you know, he said, you will be here you know, so have children, raise your kids, you know, bloom where you're planted, basically. And I I don't know what that's like, you know, but you do. And as you've been talking, you know, you've been uprooted from your home uh, for a season, and we don't know, you know, how long it'll be what he has in store for you. But I love the way that you are clinging to him and and really blooming, you know, you're putting down roots, you're getting involved in church, you're, you're tackling this huge marathon, um, and and telling the people about what you're doing and and 
you're just encouraging me because as I'm reading this again, that that's always been one of my favorite verses, you know, that he does have a plan and a purpose for us despite where we are, you know, and the fact that you're looking beyond your circumstances and you're eternally focused on what God has for you in this. And so I just encourage you to continue seeking the Lord, asking him, you know, for what he has for you and he's going to use you in a mighty way. Wow. I just want to thank you about about this verse because it's so huge. I was mm-hmm. recently reading and I was just like, okay, God, I just trust you. Mm-hmm. And it's a good reminder that, you know, that God has a plan. And yeah, sometimes it can be challenging, but God is with us and this is huge. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you. No, thank you. I mean, you've just changed my perspective. You know, so often we can get just hung up on our daily grind and, you know, thinking I have to do this, I have to do this, but to, to change it to, I get to do this, you know, I get to serve you, Lord. I get to, you know, it's just a a shift in your mindset and just hearing your story has even shifted mine. Thank you. Thank you so much. It just, yeah. Um, it was huge and I don't know what will be tomorrow, but we definitely can be sure that God with us, Mm-hmm. And no matter what happened, you will also always be a step forward. Thank you for joining us as we shared in a story. Her life truly is a testimony of what God does and how He cares for each of us. Even in our trials, He's our comfort and our strength. He's the ultimate provider. I ask you to continue to pray for Inna in London. She's far away from her family and, and looking to find community. She also shared with me that her heart is truly broken for her country. Please pray for peace in Ukraine and the people that are still faced with the struggles of conflict every day. If you want to hear more about Samaritan's Purse involvement in the London Marathon, we actually did an episode on this topic a couple weeks ago. I was actually able to talk to one of our podcast team members, Melissa, who who also did the marathon. And we talked so much about the marathon, but more importantly, uh, what it does for our life and how endurance is so important in our spiritual journey. Uh, We'll put the link in our show notes that you can listen back to it. Thanks again for tuning in today. I hope you have a great week.